G'day for Rothers. You know those around us who operate at high energy levels? From friends, family, through to the famous. Those who emanate enthusiasm. They inspire you to be better. Their words give you a rush. This rush fires off dopamine right in the middle of your brain's reward centre. My theory is that at times, just before we need to hit our straps, to tap into peak performance in our flow state, we find these people and harness their energy. I call this energy froth. I call these people frothers. This is a journey to find the frothers to understand how they inspire themselves and others to be their best. And I'll pass it on to you on this podcast, dare I say Frothcast, so you can fly into your next challenge, beaming, pumped and full of energy. This is a coffee shop with a Red Bull chaser. This is Finding the Frothers. Oh yes, Frothers, uh, a bit of a milestone. I just want to make a shout out that we've had our 200th download, which I was kind of pondering and going... You know, 200 downloads, that's five episodes. What's going on? But then I was like, 200 downloads. 200 people have listened to the Finding the Frothers podcast. That is ripping. And when I sort of had a better reflection on it, because we should really be reflecting all the time, I was kind of like, I do this podcast because it allows me to hang with my buds, to ask them radical questions and to find out some of the things that I wouldn't normally ask them. And that infinitely makes my life better. And being able to listen to them back is is a truly a privilege. And um, none more so than with this next episode with my buddy Alex Brown. And Alex is a man after my heart. He has one of the best beards on the planet. He wears next level party shirts and built a business that did 10 million in revenue in their first year. If that can be me in three years, I will be absolutely frothing, especially if I can grow a beard. The impact of the company he co-founded, The Beard Club, would have blokes everywhere getting maximized froth levels due to compliments on designer stubble through to the densest of lumberjack chin jaw warmers. That was a mouthful. Most importantly, Alex is a humble, genuine dude of dudes, and even with the 200 million YouTube hits and jet-setting around the world, he always finds time to shoot me a message when I've got a burning question. Some of his favorite people in the world are the world's favorite people, and we dive in on those that have influenced and continue to shape his life and beard. He owns everything he does, even being a Taylor Swift fan, and that's why he's a frother we should all froth with if we ever get the chance. Let's do this. I'll give you the immaculately groomed serial entrepreneur, Alex Brown. G'day, mate. Alex Brown coming at you live from, uh, where are you at the moment, mate? I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, just north of Phoenix. Beautiful, beautiful, mate. Uh, And thanks so much for coming on, dude. Um, We met at on a private island in Croatia, which was super ripping. You are pretty inspirational dude. You do a lot of speaking and uh, part of a really successful startup called Dollar Beard Club, now the, uh, the Beard Club, um, and also rock uh, a pretty powerful beard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I've trimmed it back a little bit recently to try and, uh, I guess, change the look up a little bit. I was just known as the beard guy because we had the beard business. I had the beard and everyone sending me photos of their beard and talking about beards. And I was like, I'm more than just my beard. It was like this identity crisis. And, uh, you know, funny thing is when I shaved my beard off, I went clean face for the first time in five years. Really all anybody would want to talk about was the beard. They'd be like, oh, you shaved your beard, beard, beard. Oh, I can't seem to get away from this beard thing, but <laughs> I kind of like it. It's all right. It's one thing that unites all men, whether you have two hairs or 200,000, everyone's currently growing a beard. Just That's shave true. if you haven't shaved in 10 years. 
That's true, and I've got a bit of a catfish beard going. It's a little bit more like goatee. I can grow a powerful moustache, like with the curls and whatnot, but yeah, can't just get that even distribution that you've really nailed down there. Uh, and there's something else that we connected on when we were on the island before it having even spoken. Uh, you were an advocate for tremendous party shirts. Can you tell oh, us yeah, a bit yeah. about that? I'm I'm hugely outclassed right now because I'm just wearing you know standard black T-shirt from this conference I'm at. But um, yeah, I just I love the pow- the powerful party shirts and. Uh, um, it's a really great way to start conversation. Everyone's just like, hey, nice shirts. Maybe I just have really low self-esteem and that's where it stems from. I don't know. Now we're going really deep already. We haven't even started. Mate, yeah, uh, we got, I, got I, deep. I, love, I love funny shirts and, and outlandish shirts. And uh, yeah, I saw you right away. It was just sort of like the motorcycle wave of like, nice shirt, nice shirt. Yeah. We just got each other right away. I knew that. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's mutual respect straight up. And I always say that it's like the only time it's appropriate to talk to another dude when you're hanging a whiz in a toilet is if they've got a nice shirt on, you say, nice shirt, powerful shirt. Absolutely. Well, then it's clear that you're not looking anywhere but the upper torso <laughs> region, right? That is correct, mate. Um, so you're an absolute frother. So stoked to have you on here. Let's just whip straight into the questions. So one question that I ask for people, specifically like you who are juggling so many things as an advisor, as a startup founder, as uh, a public face, a public beard, um, someone doing lots of speaking gigs, what is the one thing you do in your day-to-day routine that has you frothing the hardest? Um, I wouldn't say it's every single day, but um, fitness has been something that's been a pretty uh, heavy constant in my life. Not that I'm you know, anything of a spectacular specimen, but I love going out, just getting a sweat on. First thing in the morning, I always do intermittent fasting too, so I eat within like an eight-hour window. But go to the gym on an empty stomach, get a good sweat on push some things around, especially because I'm on the phone all the time or I'm sitting at a computer all the time. It's nice to just get that, I don't know, get that work in first thing in the morning and really boost your energy levels and kind of sets the pace for me for the day. Beautiful. But I, I can't claim to do that every day. Yeah. yeah it's been like at least a week since I've been in there. So I've been traveling. So I need to really I need to get my crap together. Yeah. I think you like, you can get a bit anxious if you, if you try and stick to routines too hardcore. I think that's something I've learned that, you know, sometimes you're just not going to nail it. So, and actually a good one, I do 16 and eights as well, mate. Um, and I, and I feel like that's one that you can pick up on a Monday morning if you want, and then get rid of it on a, on the weekend. If you've got like a social interaction, if you're connecting with a frother, don't not eat because it's within your 16 hours kind of thing. It's it's like, exactly. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly, I, I'm, I eat mostly plant-based too, but I definitely don't consider myself a vegan because if I'm out traveling and, you know, just in Austin, Texas, and I'd feel silly not having some barbecue, you know, so I don't, I don't take myself too seriously on any of that. Mate, same. It's probably, we're living uh, the same life. I'm pretty much the same. I don't buy, buy meat for the household, but if I'm traveling or if someone's cooked a yeah. delicious meal for me, that's, yeah, it's, it's another thing. Uh, mate, so you know you know about the frother concept, uh, and I like to really dive in about you know, your personal life and see um, who are the people in your life who you would class as frothers that you can go to at any stage for advice, and they really, I guess, make you a better person? Um, I think, like, number one right off the top of my head has to be a man named Ron Lynch. I'm not sure if you got the pleasure of meeting him on the island. Just an absolute frother. Um, he's got probably... I would say at least 20 years on me, but you know, it's kind of like he's my dad and my best friend all at the same time. I just stayed at his Austin at his house in Austin with him and his family. And, um, he knows so much about business and life. And it's just so nice to be able to have some like that, um, you know, in your life to be able to call on when you need either business advice or life advice. And, you know, he's, he doesn't hold back or anything like that. He's one of the original, um, 
team members in bringing GoPro to, to market. So he just has this tremendous experience. He's worked with all kinds of different companies um, and he's super humble about it. He just is the first person to admit when he doesn't know something or, you know, kind of doesn't take himself too seriously. So I'd say he's my, uh, my hero frother, if you will, at this point, um, and just uh, someone I can really depend upon. What and I, Ron is an absolute mad dog. I, I got to have a couple of conversations with him. Uh, actually, I got to have one with you and him. Um, yeah, down at one of the one of the sort of mini parties that we had. Because there was probably alcohol involved. I forgot that until you just mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't totally panelled. We'd had a few. We were mindful drinking, I think, at that stage because it was early on in yeah. the evening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Ron's a frother, mate. I'd love to get old Ron on the um, on the podcast because uh, I think yeah. his words of wisdom. He's just so powerful. He can hold hold a, a whole room, and just his delivery yeah. is just amazing. So um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm stoked that you've got him as an anchor frother. And a quality that I really admire in, in him as well is that he does he does things so selflessly. You know, a lot of times when people do things, they're hoping for something in return, um, either consciously or subconsciously. But he just he doesn't need anything else. He just loves to help. So it's you know I feel bad sometimes he helps me out so much, but he gets from that from you know all of that giving. So I'm Leaves. sure he'd be willing to be on the show too. Yeah, for sure. I'll hit him up, mate. So something that we connect on as well um, is music. Uh, I loved um, to see where you're at. You just went and saw one of your heroes, Paul McCartney, live for the second yep. time, I believe. Amazing performer, obviously. You don't need to talk about what he's, he's accomplished. But I, I've, got a, I've got a cheeky um, Spotify. It's called Finding the Frothers, go figure. Uh, and I, I like to chuck up music that allows me to kind of hack into that froth state, into flow state, if, if you like. Yep. Uh, is, is there any music that you use for the same sort of tool? I listen to such a huge broad spectrum of music. It's pretty insane. You know, like uh, Beatles, really my favorite band of all time. But, you know, if I'm going to the gym, I'll, I'll just have System of a Down cranked or um, I got pretty big into the metal world with Pantera and and different bands like that. So it really depends on me, like where I'm at. And, and if I need something that's high energy, maybe I'll put in something a little heavier. Um, a lot of times I just have a playlist that's like just goofy stuff that allows me to stay in like a really like fun sort of state of mind. Mine, like we're talking like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and you know all, all sorts of stuff that you wouldn't normally think a 31 year old bearded man would listen to. Um, I started off with my friends and I as this thing uh, we called uh, like Guilty Pleasure Friday. So it's like all the songs that you wouldn't normally listen to with your mates where you're a little embarrassed, those all went on a playlist. So we would just kind of like sing and dance around and just be as ridiculous as we could. Um, sometimes being caught by uh, females looking in on us going like, are these guys for real? Um, so it really depends. Um, I just, I, I love music as a tool to kind of, um, I don't know, bring you into a state that you might not be in at the present time or to, to kind of help keep you in one of those. So I wish I could kind of narrow that down, but I'm just really all over the map to be honest. Mate, that's awesome. You probably contribute a few songs to the playlist. Uh, so, mate, that's sick. And I, like, I'm the same, dude. I've got like, I used to be a bit of a punk rock fan when I was younger and sort of some, some of the, the songs I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really think, yeah, 31-year-old dude with a catfish beard should be listening to um, to these songs. But the beauty of headphones is you do whatever you want. And you got to own it too. Absolutely. Yeah, mate. So I'm um, a big Taylor Swift fan as well. A lot of people know that about me. I got the chance to meet her and uh, it's pretty cool. But wow. she's, uh, she's one of my heavy favorites, I would have to say. Not, not so much her new album, but I'm a huge 1989 fan. Put that on and I'll just start singing the whole, all, the whole thing. <laughs> oh, man, she sounds like an absolute froth. I'll have to get her on one day as well. Um, yeah. So just I like to especially speak with people like yourself. You have such a wide network already. Who's someone who's just sitting on the periphery 
that you would love to reach out to and connect with and potentially bring into your inner circle of frothers? Um, that's a really tough one. Like I, I feel like I already have everyone I need, but then all of a sudden I meet an amazing person like you and I'm like, Oh wow. I, you know, I needed him in my network. So, um, I don't know if there's any necessarily any one person, someone that I really respect, but haven't had, got a chance to sit down with and, and have a chat with uh, is Mike Dillard. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He has a platform called self-made man. He's been in internet marketing for years and we met each other once at a baby bathwater event like three years ago. But since then I've just sort of grown to respect a lot of the things that he's done. So uh, he'd be someone I'd love to sit down and grab a coffee or a juice or a Guinness or something with and uh, just kind of chat about what he's done. And uh, I hate the term pick your brain because people ask if they can pick my brain all the time. And I'm like, no, you can't. But if you have specific questions, I'm happy to answer them. But uh, I'd love to pick his brain. <laughs> I don't really have any specific questions. But um, yeah, I would say that'd be Mike Dillard. Mate, that's awesome. I've always got a, a great question. Well, I'm, I'm tooting my own horn. It's a great question. But the question that when I get the answer from uh, really helps me with my approach. What What is it one approach that you, you would use if you were going to reach out to someone um, who you didn't have previous contact with to try and get that first 15 minute coffee? Um, I mean, I would try and be as valuable as possible to them um, and figure out what it is that they might like or whatever they might need, something that'd be really useful to them and try and lead with a little bit of value first, which is difficult when somebody has you know, perceive, perceivably has everything that they might need in terms of connections and advice and stuff like that. But um, I'm very much somebody who loves to, to give as much value as I possibly can. And uh, in a weird way, I hate owing anyone anything. Like I hate owing people money or owing people favors. Like I'm always very quick to try and pay back. So um, that's kind of my, my best way to lean forward is with that. Um, and usually that would be through a friend, you know, like if it were to be through Mike, you know, I, I know Hollis quite well. Hollis has worked with Mike. Um, so I know a lot of people that are friends with him. So if I was really inclined to make that happen, then I would just reach to a friend and say like, Hey, you know, I'd love to meet this person. Is there anything you can think that I could maybe do for them? Or like, you know, what, what would be a good way to sit down with them for coffee and maybe just even just pull a favor like that. Um, cause I think having somebody that's, uh, introducing you, you know, if you were to introduce me to one of your friends that needed help, I would be so much more willing to drop everything and help them than if it was just somebody kind of randomly messaging me on LinkedIn, I'd be like, I'm pretty busy. And you know, maybe that's selfish of me. But I think, uh, you know, having somebody vouch for you is absolutely huge in networking. Um, and it's allowed me to, to build such a big network because people, I don't know why, but they say nice things about me behind my back. So and the, the bad things don't seem to get back to me. So maybe there's not that many. Brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, I was just thinking uh, about Hollis in particular, and I've actually stolen something that he does when he intro, intros people. So if you guys are listening, Hollis, um, serial entrepreneur and, and founder of uh, co-founder of Baby Bathwater. So when he introduces you to someone, he'll record the message via video and send both the people the, me the message, which is yeah, like so next level, like so much more personal beyond just sending an email. Um, so that's such a hot tip for yeah, anyone who wants to try that, just instant connection. I do like, I think it's maybe because Beard Club came to prominence from a lot of video marketing, but mm -hmm. I think when it's someone's birthday or just when I like want to send someone a message, I'll do I'll record a video just on my iPhone and, and text it to them. Cause you know, people don't do that enough. I think like, Hey, it's your birthday. Like, Hey man, happy birthday. Sorry. I couldn't be there. I'm sure you're busy and you know, I don't have time to call you or whatever it is. It makes me sound like a dick, but, um, 
you know, just something that's a little more deep than a text. I do it all the time. And it's a great move that Hollis has. I'm not sure what app he uses, but it's super handy. Uh, um, I know it. I'll put, I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll look. Um, Condenses it for an email. So you see it as like a GIF when you email it to someone, right? And they're like, oh, it's a video. You yeah. It it's all set up. So I click here and then you go, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just so good. And because you've already got, yeah, it's just that extra layer of these, this person actually gives yeah. a shit and really like I'm connecting two frothers at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one question I love to ask is uh, about people who potentially have been frothers in your life previous um, or it could potentially be musicians who, who have passed away um, and who's someone in your life that you still access who's, who's passed away? Um, so I actually lost my dad a year ago yesterday um, and he was a huge influence in my life. We worked together uh, when I first got into entrepreneurship. He was an entrepreneur, so I started like subcontracting for his construction business and then kind of went out on my own but we worked together for years and years and years and so that was like a huge tremendous loss last year just kind of out of nowhere losing him but um there's been a lot of gifts that have come with that and i'm not sure if you've lost anyone close to you but you kind of have to look for the collateral beauty which i stole from a will smith movie um Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of collateral beauty when someone passes away and so I, i think like i'm able to access a lot of who my dad is and what he did for me. And as well as just like understand that I'm now, you know, living out a, a part of his legacy. You know, he's no longer with us, but because of the impact that he had on me, then I can then go and have that impact on other people and kind of bring that to their lives. So um, I would say definitely Mr. Mr. Brown. And I have to say, I, I just got Paul McCartney and John Lennon tattooed on me from the Let It Be album because uh, it just means so much him. And I used to listen to that song he passed away listening to let it be so every time i look in the mirror i get to that reminder of like hey remember where you came from remember what's important to you and remember what he told you so um yeah it's definitely mr brown that's beautiful thanks for sharing and and such a powerful message on your arm as well um such a powerful anchor i guess some people would call it in terms of um gratitude and and affirmations and those kind of things and yeah amazing mate um so speaking of those guys i mean paul paul mccartney uh, who would be the ultimate person, or I'd call these, this person a hero frother, that you could connect with um, from anywhere around the world and take me to that first meeting? Um, I would really love to connect with Paul. Um, and I, I, I have a feeling like it's going to happen. I just somehow have this ability that I keep like meeting the celebrities. I sort of manifest these opportunities and stuff. Um, but it would really just be to thank him so much for like the, the amount of music that he's created that's helped me through various periods in my life. Um, just such a significant person for me. Um, so it wouldn't be to be like a fanboy. It'd be just to kind of show the gratitude that I felt for so long it would almost be like a selfish relief in a way. Um, even though it's sort of weird when you meet like a celebrity is like a weird thing. I've always thought about this, you know, um, you see them and you're like, I know you cause I know you're, whether it's like, you know, music or acting, you feel like you know this person, but you know they have no idea who you are. It's this weird like celebrity dynamic. And some of them are just so gracious and really good at like rolling with that and being like, cool, well, this person just really likes what I've been doing. So um, Paul would be huge. And, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that day. I'm just going to put it out there. It is going to happen. Maybe we can do an ep- a second episode once it does and I can tell everyone about it. <laughs> Most definitely, mate. I think like you're, you're switched on to the fact that putting stuff out to the universe um, in itself is the first step for making it happening. And, and as you say, manifesting, because you never know who's going to be listening to this and 
um, or the next time you mention that you really want to meet him, they could be the that connecting person or that inside man, I guess, to, to make it happen. Um, and man, yeah, I fully hope that uh, you can get that meeting in and, and maybe I can connect you. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll Paul be a frother on here. Yeah, next time you next time you talk to him, let him know I'd like to to give him a handshake. No worries, mate. Uh, bit of a bit of a generic question. What what's something in the world that you are absolutely frothing on at the moment? Like anything that's coming up that you you you're just like you know, oh. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I've been um, I've just been super grateful to be on the path that I'm on in business. Um, I, I've I've realized that I've been completely caught up in the destination of where I've been going the last four years since I've really taken things seriously. And since beard club has taken off, something I'm really excited about is this process of learning to really enjoy where we are right now in the present moment and understanding that that is the most important thing. And it's easier said than done when you're building companies and you know what it's like, you're trying to make something happen. It's on this long timeline and it feels like when you get there, that's when things are going to be good. And I just look back at so many different times in the last um, you know, the last four years and I've just been so, so focused on getting somewhere else, anywhere else, but where I am that I've, I've missed the opportunity to really enjoy a lot of those days and really appreciate them for what they are. So I'm grateful that there's a lot of people that I talk to that are going through this similar process, both in business. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, you're just focused on your career or uh, your family or whatever it is. And just kind of realizing that, you know, right now it's perfect and in all of its imperfection, it's still very perfect. So I'm excited to be on that path myself, but also have so many great conversations with other people that can, you know, put their on my shoulder, like, it's okay, I'm doing the same thing. You know, we're, we're all figuring this out together, how to stay here. And now it's easier said than done when something goes wrong and you're like, oh crap, I gotta go fix this. And then, you know, now I'm late and all this and it's like, Hey, everything's fine. Everything has always been fine or it always will be fine. Yeah, the, like living in the now. I'm, a, that, I'm the same, mate. I'm trying to, I guess, I'd be a student of that as well and that kind of taps into the the flow state and being super present and, and peak performance, um, yeah. which is so – there's so much exciting stuff um, out there to read and to take on, but sometimes it can get a bit overwhelming. You're like, fuck, um, how, like, how can I stop thinking about the past? How can I stop, like, piling things yeah. on for the future? But – yeah, mate. I'm definitely keen to continue conversations with you on that and and uh, see if we can help each other in that that journey. Um, if you were to condense one of your many gifts into a personalized workshop or just a single workshop, can you tell us what that concept would be or what the name of the workshop would be? Um, so this is a great question. I'm in the midst of kind of doing that right now after doing this with multiple companies you know, I've built an online course for e-commerce companies and kind of helping essentially the idea is to help people avoid all the same mistakes I did. Um, and I've called that subscription hacks, um, which I'm going to rebrand. But um, I think one really important concept for me that I've learned is uh, is really trying to look at the big picture of business and combine the, the sexy things with the nerdy things in business. So sexy being like, you know, your content, your branding and your membership experience with the nerdy things of like operations and finance and I keep finding myself in all of these like quadrants of, of this like matrix, sometimes way too much in one, too much in the other and not looking at the big picture. So I'm going to have a sexy nerd workshop for people to try and see the big picture of their business um, sooner or later, but working on an accelerator program. So I'm actually currently trying to condense what I know and, and position it for the world. But it's also a very difficult thing sometimes because um, I still feel like I, there's so much that I have to know and like, 
you know, I'll be speaking at this event and I'll be on a panel with Perry Belcher, who's one of the co-founders of Digital Marketer and Rival Brands. He's like one of the smartest dudes I've ever had the pleasure of meeting in terms of selling e-commerce stuff. So I'm like, how am I qualified to teach when like he's teaching? So um, for me, the world of teaching is very new and exciting, but I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, package up all the value that I have, continue to build on that and learn for myself, but also just, you know, really enjoy sharing that with the world. Uh, so I'm just trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up, I think. Dude, aren't we all? Like, I'm the same age as you and I still am like, where can I, how, where can, how can I be of the best service uh, with yeah. the things that I know and how, how can I be of service? I don't know enough. Um, <laughs> but, but I think you, yeah, I think sometimes you just got to have a crack at it and then and see, see where it falls and, and, you, and just knowing and being aware of the fact that you're not going to nail it 100% every yeah. time is, is comforting. Nor do you need to because the times that you kind of screwed up and missed the mark, those, those lessons end up being the ones that you really retain and really like grow from. And even going back to like losing someone, those painful points of your life provide you with the most growth. So, um, yeah, it's, it's cool to be a part of that and help other people kind of avoid those really painful things. Amazing. Yeah. It's most definitely. Uh, I, I love these conversations. I'm learning a lot. This is what finding the froth is all about, mate. So just <laughs> I'm buzzing. Um, so you're an absolute frother, mate. What's the best way for people to access your froth? Um, I mean, happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn's a great place. Um, um, you can shoot me an email info at thealexbrown.com. Uh, Alex Brown or the Alex Brown.com is my website. It sounds kind of pretentious, but Alex Brown was taken. So uh, I have the Alex Brown. So I'm now more important than whoever Alex Brown is. I think it's a law firm actually. Um, but yeah, any frothers out there listening to this, any friend of Benny's is a friend of mine. So hit me up if I can ever help with e-commerce or uh, if you want to bounce ideas off me or whatever, or pick my brain, shall we say, right? Don't ask him to pick his brain. Like come up with something fucking a bit smarter than that. Hey, I've heard that from multiple people that they just get the shits with the, the terminology, and I've I've said it to people before. Oh, can I just pick your brain? And then when you when you start getting it over and over, you realize why people didn't write back to you. It's just kind of a very generic thing, but uh, yeah. Any questions anyone has about Beard Club or e-commerce or all the huge massive mistakes I've made along the way in building those, I'm I'm always happy to share those and add some value for people. So um, that'd be the best way. Shoot me an email. We'll talk. Mate, that's awesome. And to round out my podcast, because this is all about finding frothers, connecting frothers, uh, I'd love to connect you with someone who's very dear to my heart. Uh, and I reckon you guys would just have such a ripping conversation. Um, her name's Kate Nelson, or on Instagram, she's the Plastic Free Mermaid. Uh, and she's got a community. She's very mission-led. Um, she doesn't use single-use plastics and um, is trying to build her community like into something as powerful as what you guys have done with the beard club. Uh, and I feel like just her energy as well would just be someone that you guys would just totally gel. That'd be, it'd be my pleasure to speak with her. Yeah, no worries. And that, that's kind of, I guess that's my gift. So, and mate, I'd love for you to come to Australia or like, I'm, she's from the States, so she's over there quite a bit. But if you're ever out here, obviously face-to-face is also I, so, per, so powerful. Um, I moved to London, England when I finished university just for, I was there for four months just bartending and traveling around the UK and I did the whole backpacking thing around Europe. But somehow I ended up, the guy I lived with was Australian and uh, from Bundaberg the, uh, and his, like, his good friend ended up working at the same pub as me. So you know, out of my three best friends in the UK, two of them were Australian. It's just been this sort of like 
almost happened thing for the last three years. I was in Hawaii and I was heading there. My business partner was like, Hey, no, I'm coming to Hawaii. We're going to work in something. So I've almost made it the last three years, but you're going to be one of the first people that I call as soon as that I can make this happen. Uh, be stoked to have you, mate. Always stoked to, to chat with you. And um, thanks so much for coming on. It means a lot, mate. Thanks so much for having me. You. Quick one, guys, to keep this show afloat, feel free to subscribe and share the love. Maybe even leave a cheeky comment review. That'd be awesome. You can find the show notes on my website at bennywallington.com. And finally, this episode was sponsored by my grandma, Joyce Reichel, who passed away last year from dementia. She was one of the original frothers and would talk to anyone on the bus, train, or wherever and generously impart her energy and wisdom. So if you see an elderly person who is looking for someone to froth with, go and hang out with them. They've got the best stories. Also, a huge shout out to our producer, Lily Haynes, for bringing this to life and Billy Otto, who created that beautiful introduction in true Billy Otto style. Also, my buddies in Australia and the UK who have been super generous in swimming me feedback. In a way, all of you guys are sponsoring me with your time. Love to the guests, past and future, and also to you guys for listening. Ciao for now. You.